everybody and welcome to this week's episode of our Enterprise Agility podcast. Um, in case you've forgotten, I am still Andy Jordan and I'm still really excited to be with you. Um, and I'm really, really excited today because I am being joined by the great, the absolutely awesome Jesse Fuel. I've known Jesse for years. Um, Jesse was a project manager back in the days when it wasn't cool and Jesse was an Agilista back in the days when it was cool. Um, and uh, he has been able to combine those for uh, best part of two decades now and uh, he's seen this work of enterprise agility from the ground up and now he's sort of helping leaders to uh, to make it real in their organization um, I can't think of a better person to uh, to bring on board to talk about uh, the role leaders play in this and uh, and to talk about what an agile enterprise is so uh, Jesse um, why don't uh, I bring you in now and uh, give you a chance to do a quick introduction and uh, then I'll get straight into the questions Wow, uh, Andy, uh, you've made me blush. Uh, so, hi, I'm Jesse, and I hope someday to be as awesome as he just said. Um, <laughs> helping uh, Global 1000 organizations on their transformation uh, to be more um, innovative, creative, uh, agile versions of themselves. Excellent. Put it so much better than I did. Um, all right, so, Jesse, let's, let's get straight into this. Um, what does a truly agile enterprise mean as far as you're concerned? So, uh, one of my colleagues uh, made a quote a long time ago that, that just stuck with me. He said that agility at the end of the day is about being able to turn on a dime for a dime. And the idea is that uh, the world is changing so fast, faster than in the history of recorded mankind. Uh, we're seeing more uh, inflection points of change than we've ever seen before. Change has changed. And as a result, the old rules of business no longer apply. Unfortunately, no, a lot of people didn't get the memo. And so we have a lot of people that are building out business plans, roadmaps, project plans based on a, the knowledge that we have today. And unfortunately, we just can't afford to spend the time to get more knowledge. We have to move through ambiguity in order to get value out the door, um, get more customers on board, get stakeholders aligned in a way that is strange and new and different than what a lot of us learned how to do coming up through the ranks. So a lot of leaders probably recognize themselves and their organizations in that description. What would your advice be to them to, to help them create that environment? What, what do they have to do to, to get to the point where they can turn on a dime for a dime? Well, so the first thing is to recognize that it's a journey. And I know a lot of senior leaders who uh, declare that uh, business agility, innovation, uh, adaptability, and, you know, in a culture, an employee engagement culture that attracts talent. Um, we're going we're gonna to do those things in, in our fiscal year. I'm going to put those on my performance plans and then we'll be done, right? And the answer is, uh, yeah, uh, someday. Uh, and, and then as soon as you're done, you realize that the goalposts just moved further because your competition is doing the same. And so, uh, number one, just embrace the journey. Embrace the roller coaster ride. Uh, you might uh, get over that first initial hump of, of getting um, maybe some new digital uh, services enabled. 
but then as soon as you do that, you discover a whole host of landmines that you didn't even anticipate and, and were not at all what your stakeholders told you were the next important item. So that would be job one. It's just embrace the journey. And then uh, the second thing is to embrace leaders is that small is the new big. That a lot of us got became successful by uh, swinging for the fences and and going for broke, and and what got you ahead by going big is not necessarily the right strategy to achieve that next level of excellence. Uh, you can't wait to have everything figured out. You got to deliver uh, new capability, new creativity, new employee engagement in small victories. Um, so um, embrace the roller coaster. Small is the new big. Well, clearly my dog approved of that. So, uh, so thank you for that. Um, so so is, is that then the biggest mistake that leaders make is that they try and swing for the fences every time as opposed to trying to eat that elephant one, one bite at a time and thinking small if, uh, if I can mix my metaphors? Uh, that's, that's definitely the biggest outward mistake that leaders make. Uh, one of the other things that people forget about is not just uh, what you do, but what you think. Uh, not not just the out, uh, outward behaviors, but the inward beliefs. And, and so a lot of leaders go into these initiatives with an operate an internal operating system, an internal set of cognitive abilities and co- leadership capabilities that are based in 20 years old uh, ways of leading and working. And so the, 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 that might be one half of the coin. The other half of the coin though is forgetting about yourself as a leader. And so I would challenge senior leaders that are going on this transformational journey. When's the last time you got an executive coach? Uh, when's the last time you went to a council of other C-level technology leaders and heard how they're kind of going through this? Um, when's the last time you pulled your leadership team together and asked for feedback on how you're driving the transformation? Uh, it takes a village. And and one of the things that I think is is a big mistake that a lot of leaders make is that they're they they get so they work so hard on mobilizing momentum they they forget to look in the mirror it's it's the classic problem on the airplane where you know you 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 have to put the the mask on yourself the oxygen mask on yourself if the plane is depressurizing before you put it on your children and the same goes for leadership that uh that leadership self-care self-awareness self-development is going to be the force multiplier that makes you more effective at rolling a transformation out of any kind. Jesse, this is what makes you so cool. You take these complex concepts that everyone is struggling with and you make <laughs> them sound so simple. It's, it's cool. I love it. Um, I'm also joined today uh, by a returning guest, our first returning guest to the podcast. Um, we met Doug Page last week, and uh, Doug has joined us again this week. So uh, I'm not going to get him to reintroduce himself because I'm sure you've only just finished listening to last week's podcast. Um, so, Doug, um, you're working with clients all the time. Um, are these the challenges that you're seeing? Are these the mistakes that you're seeing leaders make? Or uh, are you got a slightly different view on what's happening? I was listening to Jesse very attentively, and you can't see me, but I was nodding and laughing uh, at, at what he was saying, because this rings very true in what we see in the customers that we get to talk to as they are looking to implement our technology 
to support them on. And I, I like what he said about being a journey. And I think sometimes you see customers on a journey where they have a very straight path and it leads to where they want to go. And a, a lot of customers are on a path that's taking a very long route to where they want to go. And some customers are on a path that is never going to get them to where they want to go. And I was glad that Jesse touched on the executive leadership part, because I think for me, that is the number one variable that we see in whether these organizations are going to be successful. You know, doing agile at a team level and implementing agile methodologies, you can do that as a team. You can kind of push that up from the bottom to to a certain extent. But when you want to get enterprise agility, the word enterprise becomes paramount there, that this has to happen as, as an enterprise level. And I think the understanding of the executive about what this really is, is going to be very important. We talked to some organizations and they're like, yeah, we're training our project teams in Agile and that's their view of what this transformation looks like. And you realize that is a very small piece of this. So I agree there, you see a very large spectrum of clients and how they approach this. And it's, it's, it's easy to see pretty early on uh, whether they're kind of going directly for success, whether they, you know, they might have a couple stumbles along the way, but maybe eventually get there. And those clients that are going to have significant challenges uh, reaching that end, end goal. Excellent. Thank you. Uh, I think this is the, the key here for everyone. If you're an executive listening to this, it's in your hands. Start the journey, but don't just start walking. Walk in the right direction. If you work for an executive, then get them to listen to this. Tell them to start that journey. Tell them it's in their hands. And, and Jesse's got a great way of putting this in, in simple language. And the good news is you too can get a piece of Jesse now because uh, Jesse's got a brand new book coming out, which is uh, it's good timing for us. Uh, Untapped Agility, Seven Leadership Moves to Take Your Transformation to the Next Level. Jesse, just, just give us a little bit of background on that and tell everybody how they can get hold of it. Um, super excited about the book. It, it identifies a key pattern about transformations that get stuck. Uh, so many of us go on this journey. We we take we do the right thing. We do the right thing. We get a boost from taking some initiative or installing best practices, or. Um, uh, or, or something along those lines, and eventually we get we get some wins, but but you know it gets frustrating because we hit the barrier, and there's been a lot of research as to what the barriers are. Uh, there's some research in the book about the most popular uh, barrier cited by staff versus cited by a particular practitioner of a certain framework, and the number one most common barrier people run into is around the culture. The existing culture is not in lines with enterprise agility, or we have the, what Doug mentioned with that lack of executive visible sponsorship. Uh, but the key, the key is the rebound. So the boost got us where we went, but then it only takes you so far until you hit the barrier. So maybe you took initiative, but then the barrier is you left a lot of people behind or you install best practices, but the barrier is they're doing them wrong and they don't fit. And so the rebound is the move around the barrier that leans against the logic of the initial boost. So for taking initiative that leaves people behind, it might be time to give the transformation away. And for those best practices that got you some new ideas and new concepts in, in the door, but they're doing it wrong and it doesn't fit, it might be time to throw the textbook away and tailor to fit the context. And that pattern, it happens over and over and over again. We highlight seven of them. 
in the book. And you can go to untappedagility.com, pre-order your copy today and get some uh, other freebies and bonuses like the research on all of those barriers. So I'm excited about it. And I'm telling everybody who's willing to listen. Excellent. Thank you, Jesse. And thank you so much for joining us today. We also have something else that's going to help you on this journey, which is a brand new ITBM thought leadership webinar, um, which is called Building, Sustaining and Optimizing an Agile Enterprise Post-COVID-19 that I will be presenting in conjunction with Jim Tish, who you met on our first uh, podcast episode. Um, that webinar is scheduled for July the 21st, 2020 at noon Eastern, 10 a.m. Pacific. Pacific time in the US. So uh, hopefully we will see some of you there. So Doug, thank you so much for joining us again. Jesse, thank you so much for joining us for the first time and not the last time. And everyone, thank you for listening. And uh, we will uh, speak to you again next week. Thanks, everyone.